0: Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and ninety-two of the Punter Podcast. I'm Chris Barnett. The flat is back on Saturday as Doncaster hosts the annual curtain raiser, the Lincoln Handicap, over the straight mile on Town Moor. City AM Racing Editor Bill Esdale, who is out of the UK on holiday this week, previews the best of Saturday's racing at Doncaster with Wally Pyra looking ahead to Sunday's action in Hong Kong. So, with Bill out of the country this week, he was able to record some short pieces looking at three of the main races at Doncaster. We're going to start with the 2.25, the Straight Mile, the Potemps Network Spring Mile Handicap. Got a maximum field of 22, hopefully going to post in this one. Baltimore Boys is going to be popular for Michael Bell and Jamie Spencer, having finished second at Ascot back in September. Isla Kai will be in the mix as well for Nigel Tinkler. Last year's winner, Arthur's Realm, is back again this year for Newmarket trainer. Ed Dunlop with Asheen Orr in the saddle, we've got Broken Spear for Tony Coyle, the Gatekeeper one of the Midland Park Runners for Charlie Johnston, and the Dirty Old Town who's got Blinkers on for the first time, a part of the 22 strong field for the first race we're going to look at, 2.25 at Doncaster, let's have a listen to what Bill's thoughts on this race.
1: 2.25 it's the Spring Mile and again it's going to be a big draw race here with couple of the fancy runners drawn low in Baltimore Boy and Isla Kai, who obviously hold leading chances. Um, I prefer the chances of Arthur's Realm coming out of a high draw 22 for the Ed Dunlop team. Had a pipe opener on the all weather at Newcastle, which would put him spot on for this, and he's two pounds lower went a good third here back in September over this course and distance. Uh, Ed Dunham has his team in good form, had a, a, a one round really well on debut at Kempton the other night, and I think this may have been the plan for some time. So Arthur's Realm, around 10, 12 to 1, looks a solid each way, but if the high draw isn't an inconvenience, he should be banged there and looks sure to run well.
0: So that's the 2.25 of the spring mile. At 3 o'clock, they race over six furlongs. The Potemps Network Camage Trophy is a listed race, featuring 12 horses, El Caballo is going to be a popular choice here for Carl Burke. There's a win machine, certainly on the all-weather, winning at Wolverhampton, Newcastle, Lingfield, then one on good going at Haydock, was a bit outclassed when running in June in the Commonwealth Cup, Group 1 at Royal Ascot. We haven't seen El Caballo since then, but sure to be popular on Saturday. Comanche Falls had a great season last year for Michael Dodds, winning many, many of the big handicaps for the trainer. As Jad goes for James Horton in the John and Jess Dance Golden Colours. Second, a short head behind Dakota Gold, who always runs a good race as well. That was at Doncaster back in October in the handicap there. We've got good old Kings Lynn in the colours of His Majesty the King for Andrew Balling horse that was a bit unlucky in a few of his races last season eras is in their fast response vadream she's back again now as a five-year-old for charlie fellows and tactical now with julie camacho goes in this race as well as uh, a few others as we look ahead to the three o'clock at doncaster camage trophy here's bill's thoughts
1: the three o'clock race is the Camidge Trophy, run over six furlongs again on soft ground. And I like El Cabello here, rattled up a sequence of six wins before finally a combination of the step up into group one company and very fast ground, Ascot against him in the Commonwealth Cup, where he never traveled, never enjoyed the experience. He's had plenty of time off you can carry on where he left off. He's a very talented young horse, definitely wants ease in the ground, which he'll get here. And Clifford Lee has obviously chosen him. I think he'll take the world of beating. There aren't many that have had a recent run, so you're taking fitness on trust, but I think he can get back to winning ways, and a price around 4 to 1 or 7 to 2 looks fair enough, and I think El Cabello can win the Cammy's Trophy.
0: So that's the 3 o'clock race at Doncaster. One of the main races this weekend, of course, is the Potemps Network Lincoln. It's a Heritage Handicap, 3.35 Saturday afternoon, at Doncaster, run over that straight mile that's been a heritage handicap and such a tradition for many, many years and the start of the flat turf season and we look forward to this one. It's got a maximum field this year of 22 runners. William Haggis has got a strong hand in this one. He's got Al Mubir, who's got the wind operation for the first time, having won at Haydock in October. Andrea Ansini is on board, the likely favourite Awal goes for Simon and Ed Crisford, who seem to place their horses really well. Not seen this one since October as well, winning over a mile on heavy going. That was at Redcar. One Ease is in here for Charlie Hills in the Shadwell colours. Jim Crowley always does well at the start of the season. This was another Haydock winner back in September, winning the old Boston handicap over the mile by three quarters of a length. Actually beat Montasib on that occasion. Baradar is in there for Ammo Racing. The Montesib is in there as well, as we mentioned, for William Haggis, who's got those two. Got Kieran Fallon on board, Tong Tongtai first time. Atrium for Charlie Fellows in the Claire colours. Got the Chelsea Thoroughbreds with Jimi Hendrix. Majestic and Topweight Migrations in there for David Manuzier, Empire State of Mind, who's been in many good races uh, throughout last season as well. Also represented in the Lincoln, Doncaster 3:35 on Saturday. Here's Bill estelle's thoughts.
1: The first big flat race of the season is the Lincoln handicap run at Doncaster on Saturday. It's the 3:35 run over the straight mile on ground that's going to be soft by the look of it. The weather forecast suggests we've got plenty of rain around, and it will be hard work. Favorite will be Al Mabir for. The Haggis team had a big winner in Ireland last week. Uh, This has long been the plan for the horse. Uh, He's seven pounds higher than when bolting up at Haydock at the back end of last season. Uh, Looks to handle background. So the more rain that falls them, the better his chance. Look, he's the most obvious winner, but he's he's pretty short, and I'm prepared to take him on at the prices. He's kind of 7 to 2, 4 to 1. Um, the one I like here is 1S. Similar profile, tra- trained by Charlie Charlie Hills, and he, too, bolted up at Haydock at the last, last back end after being gelded, and it looked to have made all the difference. He's only 3 pounds higher. He won off a mark of 93 that day. He runs here off 96, and Charlie Hills has made some no secret that this has been the plan for some time. When it comes to draws, you tended to want to be drawn middle to high over the years in this race, and that's where the pace seems to be. Juan uh, S is going to break out of our double, double digits stall of 22 Um, favorite comes out at all 10 so the action should unfold uh, amongst those horses drawn high and I just think one s at around nine to one each way just represents a little bit more value than the favorite I expect both of them to figure prominently but I'm going to go for one s each way in a wide open race you can make a case out for Jimmy Hendrix uh, trained by Ralph Beckett who's a horse who's probably still off a fair mark but one s gets the call in a wide open Lincoln handicap
0: Great stuff. Thanks to Bill Asdell for previewing those races at Doncaster. But those three main races hopefully get a few winners for you. And Bill will be back again next week as we look at our full preview over the Easter weekend. So the flat is back on the turf this weekend in the UK at Doncaster. The flat's always there in Hong Kong. They race on Wednesdays and usually on Sundays as well. And we speak to our Hong Kong racing expert, Wally Pyra, looking ahead to Sunday's card, which is again charting race course, Wally. Ten races from 5.45 UK time. And how's Zach at the moment? Zach Purton had to stand down on Wednesday, I believe. He he wasn't feeling very well and had to get some late replacements in for him.
2: Well, yes, he was... um... He said he had he had flu symptoms. I've got to say to you that um, the Zach man has been a pretty tough month. Uh, March has. I mean, he he's only had three winners, which is very very minute in the in the case of Pert, who rides yeah. mm-hmm. an average of two three winners per meeting. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, even at his favourite track at Happy Valley, where he's the master. He, he went two meetings without a win. As you said, he just had run one ride at Chartin on Wednesday and then had to cry off for the rest of his um, rides. So it, it's been pretty tough. Now, the latest news is that he's he's feeling better and so he's expected to pick up all his rides in Australia on Saturday. He's a very big meeting in Australia on Saturday. He's got a, got a lot of Group 1 rides. And the last time he jetted over there, he was the belle of the ball when he had it. He won both Group 1 races. Right. Uh, um, and then after Australia, he gets on a plane and comes back to Chartin on Sunday. I mean, this is the third time in a week we've had racing at Chartin. As you just said, it's 10 races. It's It's not a bad card. There's quite a, n- a number of promising uh, gallopers on show there. They're probably in the latter stages of the season. I think we're coming up to about 30, 31 meetings left of the season um, mm-hmm. to the middle of July. They may be worth watching. i um, will well, talk about Perton in a minute, but probably the best race on the card is, unfortunately, it's quite early. It's the 6.45, the Bees River Handicap, 290,000 pound handicap select field of eight runners top weight is a horse called Turing Red Sun now this horse has been presented with a chance of winning despite top weight he needs and he's an overdue win he's only won once in 14 starts but he's run well And a lot of good handicaps he was he was placed twice in the four year old classic series last season Finished sixth in the derby this time He's got um, Douglas White has put the seven pound claimer Angus Chung aboard. This is his distance. The only race that he won was over a mile. So he looks probably the obvious choice. But in in opposition, you've got the horses like Chang Cheng Prince, better on the all weather, all for St. Paul's, uh, consistent handicap, a California 10 with Perton aboard. Ran well last start, an amazing victory. He's bottom weight up. He's, I mean, spot on weight, but he's improved twenty three pounds this season, so he's an up and coming handicapper. So all in all, it's a pretty difficult puzzle to solve. But I would imagine that punters would be disappointed if Turing Red Sun doesn't finally get his head in front again. Yeah. Now looking down on the card, the rest of the card. There's a trainer, Ricky Yu. He's the red-hot trainer at present. He's had six wins in the last fortnight. He's got half a dozen horses entered at the race meeting, including a horse called Golden Artie, trained by D'Souza in the Pierce uh, Mean Challenge Cup, handicap over seven furlongs at 9.40. Ridden all wrong last time out. Led the field and gave way in the last furlong and a half. I'm sure he'll be ridden. Uh, quieter um, on Sunday. It's got a, obviously got a chance off a very lightweight, but in opposition is Perton's mount, Chu Chow Spirit, highly regarded, trained by Benno Young. As a footnote, Benno Young, that this could be his 300th winner, career winner as a trainer in Hong Kong. It was second last time out to Red Lion in a competitive handicap. It's got to have a big chance. He's had two runs, sure to improve further. As I say, perton climbs aboard for the first time, and obviously got a big chance. Looking, talking of perton the jockey's got uh, his uh, dance card marked in all ten races. He rides one for Richard Gibson, Equilibrium Turbo, who's got Speedy Fortune to beat in a five furlong dash at seven fifteen. Happy for all—that's a Jamie Richards horse in a seven furlong handicap at eight ten. That's got a chance. Um, and an interesting one, he now gets on, he climbs aboard this Jamie Richards horse called Alacrity, who runs in the Tanshau River handicap over seven furlongs at 10.50. The reason I say it's interesting, the horse was bought specifically specifically to run in the derby. It didn't make it. It's run twice. Twice his draws have been out wide and tough runs, but nevertheless, he's run very, very well. He's a Group 1 winner over nine furlongs in Chile. So he's obviously got ability. Again, unfortunately, he's got the outside draw on Sunday. Mm. But they start from a shoot. um, The start does there. So it'll give Purton probably a good opportunity to move up and try and race in midfield, give himself a chance. If he does get all the favours, then he's got a big chance. Opposition, I've got to say, is another group one winner. This one came from Argentina. Um, La City Blanche. He's another one that was a... Um, didn't make it in the derby, but he ran well in the uh, four-year-old classic series over the mile and the nine furlongs, the cup and the mile. He's an interesting one, especially with Tony Cruz putting his seven-pound claimer, Chunga, board it again. But it's a pretty tough, uh, tough opposition in that race, like Escape Route, Romantic Charm. So, all in all, pretty hard, pretty hard race to call. But Alacrity is well worth watching. He's got these black and white colours; um, you won't miss him. So, mm. it'll be interesting to see. And as I was saying, there's quite a one or two horses on the card that will improve. You would imagine by the end of the season, should get wins on their names. Maybe they'll win on Sunday. But keep an eye out on a horse called June Planet in the seventh furlong on Handicap at 9.10, trained by Casper Founds. Casper finally snapped a long losing streak on Wednesday. That should run well. And another horse called Wonder Kit. It's only run three times, but he improves Race by race, and he's got a chance in the six furlong handicap at ten fifteen.
0: Just before we let you go, you mentioned three meetings in a week. Because last weekend at Shartin, Wednesday was Shartin and not Happy Valley, and Sunday again. I know they've got different courses there. And is that the only way they they can sort of host three meetings a week by moving the track around a little bit?
2: Well, one of them on Wednesday, you've got to remember, one of them on Wednesday was the all-weather meeting. So that didn't right make soon. too much sense. So it was just, but the idea is, and they do this sometimes, is that it gives Happy Valley, gives the grass a chance to grow. So it gets 10, 10 days of uh, growing. I always remember working in Hong Kong. My office overlooked the uh, um, the Happy Valley track. I used to go out, um out onto the balcony and you see these many many of these guys with their hats up with their lot big hats on to take away the sun and god knows what the tractors yeah. and they all they're all seeding the grass obviously quick growing grass it has to be of course but that that is basically the reason why happy valley gets a rest just to grow the grass
0: Thanks, Wally. Well, that's the latest news and views from Hong Kong this weekend. Don't forget, you can watch the racing live on Sky Sports Racing from 5.45am Sunday morning UK time from Sha Tin Racecourse in Hong Kong. And that's it from us for this week. Thanks to Bill for his previews of Doncaster and to Wally for talking about the sharting racing this weekend. And we'll be back again next week for a real bumper edition as we look ahead to the Easter weekend racing in the UK and in Hong Kong as well. Don't forget to visit the City AM website for all the latest news and horse racing tips and follow the podcast on Apple Tunes, Spotify, Amazon Music or Stitcher to get the latest episodes as soon as they're released.